Instagram. You're listening to GSPW and lo, the snitching hour is upon us, which means it's time for Paul's Unsolved Crime Time. And blimey O'Reilly, let me tell you, GSPW has never had so many calls and letters about a topic before. You ghoulish lot can't get enough of this Clayton Woodrow story. Hungry for more? And like the head chef at the Brain Buffet, I say welcome to the zombie hordes and invite you all to feast. So let's quickly go through a couple of listener theories. Russell from Saffron Walden wrote in to say that Mockery Manor is a magnet for murder because, and I quote, the park is cursed as it was built on top of Merlin the Magician's burial mound. And Russell goes on to say the proof is right there, staring us in the face, as Mockery is co-owned by the theme park company Wizard Entertainment. That's actually pretty convincing, there could be something in that. Uh, next we have Leona from Six Mile Bottom, which is a real place. I looked it up because I thought she was playing me for a fool. Leona from Six Mile Bottom thinks that one of Clayton's illegitimate kids murdered him for a share of the inheritance. Hmm, unlikely. If you were born on the wrong side of the blanket, as it were, you cannot legally inherit anything at all, I assume. Who knows? Not me. And I'm not about to do the research. Boring. But it's just common sense, really, isn't it? Regardless, thank you for writing in, Leona, even if you are very wrong. And finally, Brendan from Norwich says werewolves did it. <sighs> Alright. And now, have we got a treat in store for you? To help crack this case wide open, we've got a very special guest on the line. Someone who has a close personal connection with murder at Mockery. It's Walter Flergberg. It's Flegberg. Walter Flergberg, lovely to have you on the show. How are you doing? Hello, Paul. I'm sorry, I had to keep my voice down. My mum's asleep on the sofa. Sure. Now, a little background, if I may. You worked at Mockery Manor during the Massey murders of 89. I did. As did I. We were there at the same time, although we never spoke, of course. Yes, we did. We were in the same dorm. Uh, <laughs> I don't think so. We were. We shared a bunk bed. No, I'd have remembered that. And you do not work for Mockery or any subsidiary of Wizard Entertainment currently, is that correct? That's correct. Although, I'd say I'm an unofficial employee. I lead the Mockery Manor murder tour. With the full support of the Mockery management team, of course. Ooh, exciting. And uh, what is the Mockery Manor murder tour? Keep it short. I take overnight groups into the Mockery Woods. We toast marshmallows and I tell them all about that fateful summer. As I was there, I could give them the juicy details that the news didn't report. Right, so it's a sort of murder-themed camping trip. Spooky dookie. And have recent events overshadowed the 89 murders at all? Oh, quite the reverse, Paul. Business has never been better. I'll have to expand to accommodate all the new interest, and it's all thanks to Clayton Woodrow. Right, I see, yes. From Clayton's loins burst forth a veritable cottage industry. So, my final question to you, Walter. Do you think there's a link between the murders of 89 and Clayton Woodrow's fall from the Forspurs Mountain? <laughs> oh, yes. Thank you, Walter. Oh, look at the time. It's pop o'clock. Paul's pop hits. D don't you want to know about... Yeah, thank you, Walter. What? enough of him. Next up is the Clayton Top 40 hit from 1974, Four Spurs, a funny little song about a cursed town in the Old West. And of course, you can go and visit Four Spurs itself in Claytonville Theme Park. And perhaps while you're there, you'll uncover clues as to what made the old codger tick. Now, with no further ado, it's Four Spurs. All right, now. West is still untamed 
And a town out in the nowhere is about to earn its name. They're about to learn a lesson about sticking to your word. And you're about to learn about the town they call Four Spurs. That's nice. Well, the town folk call it thirsty, cause the well has run bone dry. And if they don't get some water soon, they know that they're gonna die. Then suddenly they see her as she moseys into town. A mystic in a turban on a horse of dark as brown. Me, oh my, it ain't no lie. The mystic rode a horse of dark as brown. She says, I see your problem. And I think that I can help I have in me the power to bring back water to your well For a little clutch of dollars and some fiddles for my horse I'll see to it your sorry luck will swiftly change its course So the sheriff comes to greet her and he shakes her by the hand We're mighty pleased to meet you and you're welcome on our land if you bring back our water, then your horse shall have his feet. And as I am a gentleman, then you shall have your feet. Me, oh my, it ain't no lie. You have my word that you shall have your feet. All right, let's go up on there. There, there you go, that's nice. All right. So she reads her incantation. She weaves her magic spell And all at once the town folk Hear a rumbling from the well Then bursting like a geyser Comes a mighty jet of steam That settles at the well mouth Into water cool and clean Well the town folk start a cheering And they sing and shout with glee Says the mystic to the sheriff Now about what we agreed Says the sheriff, what agreement? You got nothing written down. So I don't owe you nothing. Get the hell out of my town. Me, oh my, it ain't no lie. Yeah, take your horse and get out of my town. All right, tell about it. They take a drink, then walk away Then the town folk come a-rushing With their buckets and their pails But as the mystic rides away A quick flick of her hand When the town folk touch the water The water turns to sand Then the town folk start to panic As they watch it all go south with every sip, the water turns to sand inside their mouths. They scream and cough and splutter, and they shout, what have you done? And they call out for the mystic, but the mystic is long gone. Me, oh my, it ain't no lie. They call out, but the mystic is long gone. 
What little food they have runs out, and water is their none. So the town folk have no choice but to go wandering in the sun. But if they looked behind them as they bid the town farewell, they might have seen a wild horse drinking water from their well. Take it all. Now the town belongs to horses. Now the horses make the laws. They drink in the saloons, they run the banks and the general stores. The stallions all in shirts and ties, and the mares in silks and furs. And the four shoes of those horses have four shiny jingling spurs. Me, oh my, it ain't. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. You wake up startled in the middle of the night, convinced that there's something out there in the darkness. Your brain tells you that there's nothing to be afraid of, that the inhuman shape in the corner of your room is just your laundry piled on a chair. But as you hear the ghostly, ragged breathing that doesn't belong to you, you realize your brain is dead wrong. If you love the mix of horror, mystery, and comedy in shows like Buffy, Ash vs. the Evil Dead, or Supernatural, you'll feel right at home on The Crit Show, a Monster of the Week actual play podcast where the players, playing as themselves, are tasked with being the last line of defense from the forces of evil that go bump in the night. Join us every Wednesday and learn the games we play while the gang tries their best to solve the mysteries, hunt the monsters, and protect the innocent. Their intentions are good. Their dice rolls, not so much. You can find The Crit Show at thecritshowpodcast.com or wherever you listen to podcasts.